0: and welcome to our uh, second Satsang. so when I was uh, coming for the dinner I was just thinking what should we uh, like take up because the first one was on karma then I was thinking should I keep it open for question answers but then I thought of a topic that is tantra because tantra is a topic which generally we are not taking it up in the in the course because it is little uh, tricky confusing and all any anything special you would like to share So Tantra is a topic which we are not uh, taking up in the courses mostly unless someone asks a question I am somehow avoiding this topic but I thought uh, why not. So because uh, generally in the west there is lot of confusion not only in the west now everywhere there is lot of confusion with this uh, topic. The moment uh, people talk of Tantra, uh, only thing which comes to the mind is uh, sexuality. Because that is how they say, sacred sexuality, spiritual sexuality, sexually spiritual, all these type of vocabulary is there, or divine ecstasy through sex. So many things everywhere. Tantra means only this comes up, you know, even in Goa, in the north of Goa. Every year they conduct five year, five days or ten days uh, uh, program. If you see the entire ten day program of different prog- all the entire itinerary, you will see only <coughs> nothing but the topic of sex will be there. So it's like, in my opinion, it's like you know, in uh, in the movies we have a B grade movies we call B grade C grade movies. They make those things too because they sell. You get the point what I'm saying? They make such movies because they sell. That's all. So tantra has become something like that. Originally, if we understand tantra, then it's completely a different uh, concept, a different thing. Tantra literally it's from the Sanskrit root tanu, vistare. So Tantra is from the root Tanu means it's to expand and Tra it indicates like protection or liberation. So literally Tantra means expanding the consciousness and protecting oneself or finding liberation by expanding the consciousness. That's the concept. That's the root meaning to expand the consciousness. So, people who developed the whole subject of tantra, who worked with it, there are it's through the Vedas, Vedic times onwards, lot of places the word tantra comes in the in the Vedas also swatantra is a word used swatantra means freedom Swa-tantra, freedom for example India got freedom when they said swatantra means Sva means oneself so finding oneself you know, independent so the tantra word comes in hundreds of ways tantra also comes in the context of mantra yantra tantra mantra all the Vedic chantings are the regular mantras Sound symbols which we repeat Manana trayate mantra By repeating it protects you Yantra are geometrical descriptions Of an idea or a concept Where you can focus And tantra there is to do different things Different rituals in order to Focus your mind, concentrate your mind so Tantra has a lot of meanings and a lot of connotations to it. But basically the entire purpose of Tantra is to expand one's, one's consciousness, thereby find more freedom and sort of liberating oneself from the different limitations. <laughs> then people who worked with them They looked at it in a completely new way or a different way. The existing conventional methods at the time were very restrictive, so they were not allowing them to think out of the box. So, people who sort of tried to understand consciousness they thought, okay, we have to be little bit out of this existing framework. Think bold. and try to understand what is it which is stopping us from expanding our consciousness what is it which is not allowing our real energy to flourish or come out or express itself then it is very obvious when you keep observing there are two things which will obstruct or stop your energy or they will move your energy what are they? desire and fear desire and fear here desire moves the energy if you have no desire there is no movement you have a desire to do a teacher training here so you came here all the way if there is no desire then you won't do anything so desire is the is the propel propelling force. In Vedas they say that the whole creation came because of the desire only. In a poetic way they say that. There was only one truth Brahman we call it the the ultimate universal intelligence before manifestation desired to become many. It is boring to be alone it is boring to be alone so let me become many. Then the whole creation came into existence. It's a poetic way of telling. Essentially desire is that which moves. So kamayata. It says the universal intelligence desired. Desired what? Desired to become many. Big bang happened. Because science says something happened, the big bang happened. We say that something happened because the totality decided or desired let me become many let me become many desire desire is needed to move fear fear blocks it can What 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 happens if there is intense fear fight flight freeze all connected to your energy you may run away if a tiger is chasing you fight flight or freeze the energy can be blocked if you are intensely afraid of something then you may freeze or you may because fear also though it is an emotion it has a it's a special emotion desire and fear so people who are trying to understand how to expand the consciousness how to release the energy they were trying to understand desires and fears so how to understand desires and fears you have to study them whenever you want to understand something you have to study if you want to understand or uh, know about the planets or stars (coughs) you have to sit in front of a telescope if you want to study bacteria you have to sit in front of a microscope isn't it? Anything you want to understand, you have to study. In order to study, you have to be there. The subject has to be there in front of you. Whatever you want to study, the subject should be there in front of you. Agree or you don't agree? If you want to study desires and fears, you have to study them when they are there. You cannot study them when they are not there. You cannot imagine a desire and then no, it doesn't work. You cannot imagine something and then try to do it. It will be, it is not real. So what they did was that create situations where you can study desires and fears. That means you expose to situations where intense desires can arise or intense fears can arise. You expose to situations which will bring them out and then you study them because you cannot wait for them to really come to you that's also a, a method you wait for a situations to for a situation to bring out your desires or bring out your fears and then you utilize it for studying studying means what observing just i take an example simple example uh, If someone is afraid of uh, a spider, let us take some of you are afraid of spiders, that's why I am thinking. if it is a simple fear, no big deal. But if you freeze, just think of it. Some people freeze with certain things. A spider can freeze them, cockroach can freeze them, a snake can freeze them. or it can be something else altogether. just a simple example we are taking it can be you no know, criticism of others can freeze also <coughs> someone may not be afraid of all these things but I am afraid of others criticizing me possible so let us take a simple example a spider is freezing Okay, and you go to a, a tantric teacher a real tantric master not the Neo Tantric people, Neo Tantric people will try to convert everything into their problem. What this person will do, he will say okay, (coughs) now you have to face your fear, oh I cannot face, it's too difficult for me, don't worry, the Neo, not the Neo, the real Tantric teacher we will first give you a book with uh, spider pictures. You have to look at them, appreciate the colour pictures, beautiful pictures. You have to read about spiders, you have to look at those pictures, comfortable. And then when you are looking at them, you are not comfortable. So you have to observe your discomfort, watch how you are breathing at the time watch how you are feeling at the time how your body different body parts are like you know you want to throw away you want to close the book and go away whatever you watch so it becomes a meditative practice (coughs) watching yourself next stage okay the teacher will look at you that's why in the traditional tantric thing teacher was very important a teacher who really processed the issues A teacher who worked with all these things and gone through them. (coughs) Not somebody who has enough problems and then playing the role of a guru. No. So he should have already processed all similar things. He should have lot of experience and should also be a, a genuine person, authentic person, who is not trying to make use of others problems or issues. Manipulate them. No. So then the next stage, once the teacher is comfortable, okay, now you are able to... So you already developed an ability to look at this. Then he will give you pictures, like you know, a movie. He'll say, go and watch National Geography, Animal Planet, some episodes with spiders. Now more, more active, dynamic then the third step will be you will bring some dead spider keep in front of you you have to sit there or you have to go to some place where they are actually a spider park but they are there on the other side of the glass but they are all moving eh? or you may have to go to china somewhere where they eat spiders the See. Then the next step is handle the actual real spider, the last stage. So there is a process. In the modern psychology, they call this, recently they call this as a systematic desensitization methods. Which was there thousands of years before. So you face your fears. And then what happens is, you are, the energy which is getting blocked because of the, uh, this fear, gets released. You feel more free, more liberated, more strong, more confident. Your consciousness is expanded. The same thing with the desires. If there is a desire, they are not saying you suppress them or repress them. But don't fulfill them, sit with the desire and see what is happening. <clears throat> so in this process sexuality also is an important thing is an intense desire so they said to stay with this also it's one of the many things one of the many somebody maybe chocolate balls is a problem every night if I am going out and drinking chocolate no luckily there are no uh, no bakeries here after a few days the bakeries will open and there will be availability of chocolate balls and
1: bonafi pies
0: and Ice creams and everything. So if I am addicted to chocolate balls, so every day I am going and eating two, three, however much workout I am doing, nothing is affecting. So then, okay, I have to work with it. So next time what I should do is, I should go to that uh, bakery and look at the chocolate (laughs)
1: balls.
0: But not eat them. Very difficult. I can afford to buy and eat, but no. It's not suppression, because you are watching your desire. What is going on inside? (laughs) Come on, eat it today, how does it matter? All this is nonsense. The mind will be talking. There will be as if two, three people are there. They are talking. Oh, don't eat. No, no, no. You should eat. Just from tomorrow you can follow. All this is going on. (laughs) Then you, okay, you can buy it and keep it on the table and sit. (laughs) That's more challenging because it's right in front of you. already paid for it, but you are not eating. (laughs) That is tantra. What type of energy is this going to use? I understand studying fear to to,
1: release the the block and and release the energy or whatever. For for a desire? For
0: For a desire, it is. uh, See, the desires, what, what a desire does to us, intense desire, not simple desires. Intense desire carries us away. We are under the grip of the desire. We are not the master. Desire dictates things to us. Whereas here, you decide and you pick it up a, pick up a desire, or you leave it. You say that come on, wait. You cannot pull me in. I choose. Yes. See, in the description of an enlightened master in Bhagavad Gita, the disciple Arjuna asks the teacher Krishna, what are the qualities of an enlightened master? How does an enlightened master look like? Will he have big beard, long beard? Will he wear some special dress? So he asks actually, how does he look? How he walks? How he talks? Krishna doesn't answer all that. He says, he starts with a desire. He says that an enlightened master is not under the grip of desires. He chooses desires. He doesn't say he will have no desires. There is a big wrong concept in uh, some of the traditions that you will have no desires. Enlightened will have no desires. No. Enlightened also. Buddha had a desire to go and teach. Initially he thought, I will not teach. It's boring to teach because anyway people won't listen to me. That's what Buddha thought. After he got enlightened, One week he was quiet. Then a thought came to him that, why should I go and teach? Because anyway people won't listen. Then they say that some vision came. A Brahma appeared and said that, no, no, no. If you think like this, who else will teach? Only false teachers will be there around. No, out of compassion you should teach. He said, okay, why not? No, we have. So why not? That's how he started. So he had a desire to go and share it with others. So the enlightened also has desires, but he is not under the grip of the desires. Desires are under at his command. It's like you know, desire is knocking the door. What a desire does you? Just tell me, all of you. When an intense desire comes, says, fulfill me, you will be happy. Eat the chocolate. The chocolate ball is talking to you actually.
1: (laughs) When you look at this yummy
0: chocolate ball, it's talking to you. It says, eat me. Eat me. So nice. And then it tells, and you are not eating. Then it uh, it starts talking in a different language. If you don't eat, you will not be happy. If you eat, you will be happy. If you don't eat, you will not be happy. You will be full and complete. Just like me. When you eat. (laughs) Round. So it's talking actually. Then the enlightened will say, Sorry. I choose. So that's how the, we become more free. Suppression or repression is a different thing. Suppression is like I actually want to fulfill, but I am like pushing it under the carpet. I am not watching. The difference here is that you start watching and seeing what is happening in you physically, and mentally, what all is going on. So, essentially, what we are doing, we are bringing more awareness. <coughs> Once you are bringing more awareness, it starts doing a lot of things. Yes. So, you
1: said it's then, okay, so I'll like a chocolate ball for Like, you like, I'm, I, so what's the difference between, or where's the line between suppression and choosing? Like, because mm-hmm. you still have the desire, but you're choosing to, like, when, how do you have mastery over the desire, but you still get to choose?
0: we will we will know it by ourselves like you know we, if you keep observing you will know whether it pulled us on in or you were able to choose it that's when you postpone it and see how you feel for example you postpone for the time being and you see then you are really feeling oh i missed <clears> it i should have taken that means still you are in the process of understanding this you're in the we're in the process No. no. No
1: no. No? Because I mean. Yes. Oh tantrums
0: playing tantrum is a different thing, isn't it? Tantr- playing tantrums means uh, playing no. Yeah, well, it is <laughs> going on the floor and both chocolate both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes it So this was the basic principle. So they applied this to everything, fears, intense fears. As you start working with it, you start working with more and more intense fears. So the original Tantric people they used to like work with, it can be anything, just to see where you feel the real fear. It can be skydiving, it can be white water rafting, it can be rock mountain climbing. Or it can go to a cremation ground and meditate. I used to go to a cremation ground and meditate. The body is getting burnt. There you sit here. It's not so easy. I keep a skull. I used to have a skull in my room. Real skull, not this plastic one. And some bones. Because you see just what happens. And take it out in the night, keep it on the table and meditate. These are different practices, just to see if there is something inside the fears and imaginations, they come out, and then you have an opportunity to look at them. So this was the basic uh, approach to all of Tantra, for which they had the concept of Panchamakaras and all, like you know. Like subjecting oneself to intense uh, Anything intense For example, you don't like a smell at all You cannot stand this blue cheese (laughs) Some people love blue cheese Some people just cannot stand It's just an example Or something else, skunk, anything You cannot stand this smell Now you want to work with See how it is then in a tantric method you have to sit with that smell smile (coughs) disgusting wow I am really angry staying with it some sounds you cannot stand or certain smells you cannot stand certain taste you cannot stand you just keep it in your mouth as long as it is not harmful People say that, oh, I am not used to taking drugs, can I try with it, and no, no, so, <laughs> not that way, that, that logic doesn't apply. Because when first time I was told blue cheese will be terrible, I said, I will try. And I kept it in the mouth and I was watching, okay, it, it has its own
1: taste.
0: <laughs> so these are like, you, know, you can apply them to any sense perception. You can apply them to any sensation or feeling, and you can apply them to even difficult things. Difficult things. You stay with the, with the pain sometimes. I walked with it one month with my tooth pain. Someone can say, why should you wait for one month? Because I didn't have a proper dentist at the time in that place, so I had to wait. I had no choice. I had to undergo a root canal. There was no dentist, and it's paining every day. What should I do? How many painkillers I will take? Okay, let me watch the pain. So every time pain comes, I will sit and meditate. Ah, terrible. Just watch. Stay with the pain. It becomes tantra. Then you will start seeing, the pain is not really continuous. It comes and goes and comes and goes. It looks interesting. Suddenly pain, which is painful, looks uh, not so painful, but it is interesting. So this way they, they applied these these principles to our day-to-day things. Yes. Sorry, is this
1: kind
0: of a concept of like fasting? Ah, oh, that is all part of tapas. We will uh, talk about oh. that when we talk about niyamas. Uh, it is uh, tapas. Okay. Uh, I told you, it's not that Spanish stuff. Right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> tapas is about no subjecting yourself to a little out of comfort zone to learn about yourself we will we will talk about fasting not talking all that but here it is not exactly like that here you are tapas can be utilized to again watch then it becomes a tantric practice so it's not just about sex or anything it's about everything which covers our Entire range of desires and fears. Any questions? Yes? You
1: know, you said you meditated at a cremation time. Did that help you to get over? Was it a fear that you had and did it help you to get over that fear? Or was it just to understand why you had the fear?
0: What happens is it gives a lot of insights. It makes us like a much more. What hap- used to happen to me is like it makes you much more awake to the realities of life and, you know. So it gives insights about life and death and the fears which I used to have inside. So it, it helped me. It helped. so now you just think of it compared to the this vast concept of tantra now it has become how it has become completely now they talk of tantric massage and so many other things it has become just like that it has deteriorated. Desire part, there are so many other things also. Why only this? So it's a way of like, you know, more of indulgence. They have created, you know, more, uh, because that's what I said, it's sex cells. So then they created the whole lot of things from it. It's a, it's a way of just having some fun. So that's a fact. Because if you get into the details, then you will see it's the only thing, it's just because it's a way of making some money. and Maybe, maybe there was a time when there was a lot of guilt in the society, not now, maybe 50 years before or even 100 years before, there was a lot of guilt in the society because the concept of original sin and all this was there so because of probably that time it was more applicable Okay, why you are having lot of guilt about it and things like that so for which it can be utilized and now there is nothing like this so now they have to find out some new ways otherwise they will go out of business yes Like, if it was like a
1: fear of death, how would you approach that in the sense of you can't really stick with, like it's not an object, you know, I mean like
0: it's not a spider. It's... Yeah, yeah, so it is not just about only the objects are things, yeah. so it's about, that's why I said, you know, fear of uh, others' criticism, mm-hmm. so the approach there will be a little different the approach there will be because in the tantra there are two methods one is called the right hand method other is called left hand method dakshina marga, vama marga so the right hand method they use more of meditations (coughs) left hand method is where they expose themselves to situations and then try to meditate so in these type of uh, pure psychological things where you cannot really create it's more about meditation, understanding and bringing in awareness into those situations. So the teacher will give some meditations with respect to those things. But where it is related to the physical things, one can expose oneself to those situations. For example, fear of public speaking, fear of public speaking. Some of uh, our students, they are afraid of uh, uh, teaching. They can come to teacher training, but they are sometimes scared because uh, we come to know of it uh, a day before the final uh flow will say oh we i don't want to do this i don't know i want to go away tomorrow i am leaving tomorrow i am leaving before the exam I, I don't want any certificate i just came here to just learn i learned enough i am leaving tomorrow we need to just talk to them huh? just Cool. What is your problem? Oh, English is not my native language. I am finding it so difficult. Okay, what is your language? Italian. Okay, so teach in Italy. Italian. German. No problem, you teach in German, But they don't understand. No problem. Who cares whether they understand or not? <laughs> no, no, no. But I don't want to do it at all. <laughs> see, you try to talk to them for a half an hour, make them feel comfortable. Then you will see there is a fear too. I, I never really did it. I never... I came here to learn, I never thought that I have to teach ten people here. So it's a fear. Fear of exam. Today someone was telling I'm afraid of the exam. I keep telling don't be afraid of exams. But we are all afraid of exams. Nobody likes exams. So fear. So how you will deal with it? So there is a psychological aspect, there is a physical aspect. If you suddenly expose them to the situation, they may just freeze. It happens sometimes, public speaking, people go there. Everything is forgotten. Blank. They come back, they will remember everything. They will forget their lines. This is where the modern, they are giving lot of techniques. This was done thousands of years before also, parallel things. Initially they used to do meditations. They say that imagine that you are talking to a group of people. Confidently you are talking. Just imagine. Visualization. So you visualize what you want to do before. You recreate in your mind. You imagine that you are talking to 100 people. It's very difficult. Even imagination won't allow you to do. So you have to slowly bring it. Then you will start finding more comfortable with the imagination. Then the real situations. Then we'll say that is why you will teach to two, three people first. See, so you are systematically desensitized. You teach some salutations to two friends. Oh, you are comfortable. Oh, I can do it. More and more. Thirty minutes when you do it. Oh, I did it for thirty minutes. Then one hour, one and a half hours. Yes. Yeah. See, it's not an English word anyway, but we can say that Tantra literally, as I told you is to expand the consciousness, which in turn will protect you help you to feel more liberation, more freedom and that is achieved by exposing to Situations without running away, without indulging. You don't indulge. You don't run away. Stay with it. Look at it. Watch. Understand. Then your own energy will start releasing it. Then you feel it is not a problem. That is really tantric. Face the brute, we call it. This is a saint, Swami Vivekananda. Once he was going in Kashi, Varanasi. This is a North Indian holy town on the banks of Ganges, Kashi. He was walking there. Suddenly monkeys started attacking him. Generally monkeys don't attack. Somehow it happened. And he started running and they were chasing him. So somebody shouted at him, face the brute. He turned and all monkeys stopped. He understood. You have to face face the brute so the tantric method is face your fears look right into the eyes of the fear or desire it's difficult to see what happens is we, we fumble when there is real fear we cannot stand the fear we, we run away we try to escape we want to close our eyes just think of it if there is an insect in your room generally many people close their eyes because they think that the insect will go away. It doesn't go away. You have to face, you have to keep an eye on the insect. Where it is going, how it is going, what is it doing? And then you can throw it out. Because you know its movements. And then meanwhile, you are breathing, you are observing your fear. Initial reaction is fear. You are able to post. So you are able to postpone your intense emotions. So you get space. Once you get space, then you are able to handle. That is real tantric approach. All else is pseudo tantric approach. Just selling techniques. And this was very much practiced by people. Now it's distorted completely. The word Tantra, the moment we use, we are afraid of using that word, many times. Like, no, I'm afraid of using the word, two words I'm afraid of using, God and Tantra. Use the word God, there's a problem. My God, your God, oh my God. Same thing with Tantra. Any questions? Yes, please. I think you
1: said before that you should meditate on the problem. Um, what does that mean? Does that mean you think a bit while you meditate? So you think about it and then you go into some
0: meditation and you think about anything? and then you. What does that mean for like. It depends on You think about it, you look at it, you watch it, you try to see different aspects of it, and at the same time, you will see what your mind is saying. What is going on inside and how you are feeling in your body, how you are feeling in your mind, in your feelings, in your emotions, the entire rush of thoughts, all this together you are watching. This is not easy. That's why I said it's not. Just think of it if we are going in this dark and suddenly you see a snake there. Then can you just stand there and look at it with a smile? And allow the snake to just go away. If you do it, you are already relaxed. And no problem. Yes?
1: Um, so I'm not sure if I understood you. But um, what do, you, did you, do you think that people run away because it's easier to run away than to face? And then you say that normally, point to you then afterwards you'll be more at peace but can't that also like stir up more, less peace actually and that's why sometimes it's better just not to
0: have anything to do with it Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's good to run away because that's a protecting mechanism sometimes if we have to protect ourselves running away is a pragmatic approach we are not denying that but somebody makes a decision somebody makes a decision I have to look at it this is becoming too much for example someone is afraid of heights and someone is afraid of flying it just uh, paralyzes a lot of activities you have to fly in life to do different things and i don't want to fly i cannot go on uh, no uh, on a four-wheeler everywhere we have to fly and this is uh, it becomes like a overwhelming problem then they go to psychologists nowadays therapists then they will do different treatments and then regressions or whatever it is The same thing a tantric will deal in a different way. They used to do this. They used to treat these type of things. Because some of the things, they can be very, functionally they can be very damaging to us. So then we have to face them and resolve them. Sometimes it's good to run away also. Why unnecessarily waste our time in facing? We don't need to do that. yes so traditionally
1: there is like, absolutely nothing that has to do with sex and that's just uh, like an intention or like a strange way
0: to, to study that sex is one of the desires sex is one of the most intense forms of desires <coughs> sex is one of the most intense forms of desires so, so the same principles can be applied to sexual desire also if somebody wants to observe one's own sexual preferences or desires or intensities or uh, or perversions or whatever it is one can apply the same principles there so one will stay with the partner who is not engaged but at the same time is watching is free to like the chocolate ball example i gave i am giving simple examples is there right in front of you you can enjoy but you wait and you watch Is one of the yeah. big, big things. Yeah. It's never denied. It's never denied. Okay. So just this is a okay, brief introduction. There are a lot of tantric texts in India. A lot of traditions. There are. Uh, some are from the Vedas some are from not from the Vedas some are based on Shiva's tradition they are called Shaiva Agamas some are called Shakti Agamas some are from the Vishnu tradition they are called Vishnu Vaishnava Agamas are Pancharatras there are many things each one of them has like four sections so philosophy is there some yoga aspect is there in them and certain things to do and similarly temples were also built based on these things so all this is a part of a vast uh, a big canvas <coughs> not getting into all that more like i translated the whole thing more applicable way so we can apply tantra even in the during the practice even in your asana practice you can apply you face your fears you're afraid of your headstand or something else <laughs> so we can we can continue I, I don't want to exceed time limits so we will continue in the class any questions yes please So initially, initially, we talk of self practice, but it can be the same things like a teacher is helping others to rehabilitate. It's, yes, it's very much uh, a practice which can be given to others to help them.
1: Would that, been, would
0: that have been a traditional approach to tantra? Yes, to that back, also like, is there. Or yes, yes. Just there, out of community and other things, just there. But uh, the modern concept of group geese and all, that is absolute nonsense. So this is like a, a crazy uh, way of distorting the whole Tantra. Because Osho, who talked a lot, Osho, some of you would have heard the name. He talked a lot about Tantra, but there was a lot of nonsense also in the whole thing. So what all was going on in his, in his setup and all, uh, not agreeable by any standards. Yes, please.
1: you get when desires um, are desires that lead to like, negative consequences, like chocolate balls making us a fan. But Some, de- <laughs> some desires, some desires <laughs> lead us to good things. Some, <laughs> yeah. some, yeah. Lead some desires lead us, thing. lead us to good things. So is it all desires? Is it desires that we know internally are actually kind of going to be bad? Is all
0: that intense? No, first thing bad? is we are not putting anything under any good and bad bracket. If you want to, if you want to look at them, try to understand, then you can apply these practices. So it's not, we are not branding them as good or bad. If something is good, then you continue with it. You like to meditate every day, you like to do your asana practice every day, fine. You continue with it. It's not blocking your energy in any way. It's a good expression of your energy. Yes. Yeah? But what if your desire is also fear? So should you. Should desire you also know? is true? It's also a
1: fear. Actually, the example was good. So I want to eat the chocolate form, but I'm afraid of being fat. <laughs> so what should I do? Should I uh, uh, face the fact that I'm going to be fat and eat the chocolate form?